0: Welcome back to Brand Story, Inc., and I'm thrilled to have Craig Robinson, the Executive Director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches, join the show today. The NABC, as it's known in the business, is the governing body of 5,000 basketball coaches at all levels of college, high school, and grassroots. And Craig is also the CEO of a new company called Coaches Plus Media, and therefore now happens to be my boss. So that's right. Yours truly is the president of this brand new venture, and I couldn't be more excited about the business, which was a full year in the making. So a little context, Coaches Plus Media is a content studio that develops premium content for partners across streaming and broadcast networks, audio, education, collectibles, and the metaverse, all powered by more than 8,000 highly influential coaches at all levels of men's and women's college basketball and high school. It launched on April 1st of 2022 at both the men's and women's Final Four in New Orleans and Minneapolis. It's a standalone company owned by the NABC along with its women's counterpart, the WBCA, and my company, Teamworks Media. Uh, Before we bring Craig on, a little bit about his background. Uh, If you're in the basketball circles, you know his name. He was named the executive director of the NABC back in 2020. Uh, Prior to that, from 2017 to 2020, he served as the VP of player development for the NBA's New York Knicks after holding a similar front office position with the Milwaukee Bucks. And prior to his roles at the NBA, Craig spent eight years as a Division I head men's basketball coach, two seasons at Brown and six at Oregon State. My favorite part of his hoops bio was the six seasons and his assistant coach at my alma mater, Northwestern. Uh, He also held held coaching positions at IIT and the University of Chicago High School. He was one of the top players in Ivy League history. Robinson was a two-time Player of the Year as a men's basketball student athlete at Princeton from 1979 to 83. He graduated from Princeton with a degree in sociology, later earned an MBA in finance from the University of Chicago. Uh, and prior to the Northwestern staff, Craig also held private sector roles for Continental Bank, Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter, and Loop Capital Markets. Originally from Chicago, Robinson's married to Kelly McCrum Robinson, has four children, and is the brother of former First Lady Michelle Obama. Craig, welcome to the show, partner.
1: Hey, my man. Thanks for having me, Jay. I, and look, that that introduction, I was like, Who, who's this guy?
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny when you step back and look at it. You got some good experience there, my friend. I mean, talk about uh, talk about the journey. I'm sure your your mind was uh, was going back to the glory days. Although, you know, I think having spent pretty much seven days a week with you for the past year building Coaches Plus Media, um, that that feels like some some years on the on the tires as well. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> and it it has been a pleasure. It's been a it's been a pleasure to get to know you and partner with you. And and I want to tell the audience. Uh, Jay has been using that line ever since we got started that I'm his boss but as all leaders know the, the real boss is the guy who gets stuff done so Jay and I are real partners and he does most of the heavy lifting so I just want your audience to to be clear on that <laughs>
0: yeah. well I appreciate that my friend but you know I, I, we talked in the intro about what coaches plus media is and as a content studio um let, let's dig in a little bit explain um kind of what the vision here is and and would love to hear, you kind of the hopes and dreams that you have for coaches plus.
1: Yeah, well, if, if we if we have time, I'd like to just give a little bit of background yeah, on yeah. how we got here. And um, so, uh, when when I got the job at uh, the NABC, I brought along uh, a dear friend of mine who was an assistant coach with me and is uh, number two at the NABC, Nate Pomade. Uh, he was an assistant coach with me at Oregon State. We've known each other since my Northwestern days, by the way, and we we should we should we should, we should spend some time talking about that too, Jay. <laughs> um, but um, we 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 when we when we took over, we thought, okay, we have to modernize this place because, and and no fault of anyone's, it, 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 the NABC has been around since. Uh, uh, the 1920s and uh, we, it was just some t- a time for us to, to sort of bring us into the modern era and we were trying to figure out ways to do that and, uh, and at the same time we were trying to figure out ways that we could fund ourselves because right now our, uh, the bulk of the NABC's funding comes from the NCAA and who knows uh, what's going to happen in the future there so um, Nate and I we're talking about coaches and how the the when when you see coaches in the media and you hear stories, they're always negative. They're always about a coach getting fired. They're always about how much money a coach makes in a negative way, and or, or when there's a story about what's happened to some student athlete. Very rarely do you hear sort of uh, the outpouring of really cool stories about coaches. And, and Nate and I both said. We need to start telling our own stories. And that was the very beginning of this idea of Coaches Plus. And so Nate and I, we, we knew we weren't folks. So we did a national search and talked to some different people about who we should get to partner with to be sort of the production side. And after talking to, as you know, we spent months figuring out what to do next we were introduced to the folks at Teamworks and thank thankfully we were introduced to the folks at Teamworks and, um, and what I will say is that after sort of talking to you Jay on the phone I had a good feeling because I thought we know some of the right people uh, we know some of the same people mm-hmm. and but more importantly your um your reputation preceded you so everything that i everybody i talked to about teamworks and it was quite a few people raved about your work raved about your team's work raved about your product and we needed a partner who understood the landscape of college basketball and um, as you and I have talked now, we're thinking about all coaches. We're not just thinking about basketball coaches. But, w- but at the time, we were thinking about basketball coaches. So we needed an organization who could bring us the kind of cachet that a Teamworks Media could. And that, uh, uh, for your audience, that's how we got together. And then once we got together and started talking, we found out that we were on to something here and have been working together and talk just about every day for the last year, as you mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, it's been fascinating. I think I started this podcast a, this about two years ago, right right about the same time you started at the NABC. And the whole point of Brand Story, Inc. was trying to help people understand and educate them on turning their non-media companies, if you will, into media companies. And, and that's why I'm so excited about this one because this was literally – to your point, um, a vision and a dream that you had, and, and a piece of paper, and you and Dan Chanoff, our head of content, and Nate, myself, and and several others getting together and just dreaming up, you know, a blank slate. And it was awesome because um, you you were one of the rare people. A lot of times, I'm I'm spending time trying to convince I feel people about you know how many stories there are and how you could turn this into revenue stream. And for you, it was almost the other way. It was like you're ready to go to the moon, right? Like, let's go build this. But I, 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 do think it will go just to educate people a little bit more. I mean, Craig and I have huge ambitions. I mean, we've talked about this, and I think the fascinating thing when we first started taking it out to the investment community, we start people started referencing Reese Witherspoon's company, Hello Sunshine, which is a content company around you know women's and women's empowerment, and then mm-hmm. Green Hill Entertainment and LeBron's, which you know both are valued in the upper you know, to million to $1 billion dollar range. And we just said, why not us? And when you looked at coaches, you start breaking it down. And, and this was the fun part, right? I mean, we have 10 different original series that are uh, – we retained Wasserman Media, who's out um, selling series to original programming and streaming production companies. And I think the fun part about this is when people think about coaching, they don't think about uh, the – Eight thousand coaches. They think about Coach K or Tom Izzo, and while those guys are super important and John Calipari and supportive of this initiative, it's really about the majority of people that you've never heard, right? And so, um, and, and when we looked in the marketplace, you saw there's Last Chance U on Netflix, a highly acclaimed critical series. It's an NABC member, and most people can't name the school or the coach it's just a phenomenal story. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think as we, as we really expanded the idea of the types of different shows that we could do, you know, I think one, one that um, uh, I want you to talk about one, the second that we have Chuck D attached to, uh, you know, with the HBCU and then also some stuff with uh, the journey of the black coach. And then one that we all collaborated on, which was homecoming court where we bring, celebrities who had transformational coaching experiences back to their high school for like a little Mr. Holland's opus. And we start looking at the marketplace from Ted Lasso to, to last chance. You we just were struck by how much coaching content is out there and how much more possibility there is. So curious to get your take as we went through this, kind of how your eyes opened up to the power of what was possible.
1: Yeah. Well, Jay, you know, this, uh, I, 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 we, we the, the, folks, at the NABC, me and Nate, and after we started talking to some of the coaches, this was once, once we, once we connected with you folks and we saw what the, the, the potential of this could be, we, we really started, uh, to, to think about, okay, let's make sure that this is something that is doable and something that is, uh, that, that, that is a, a really good idea. And, um, and and I'm a I'm a belt and suspenders guy, especially when I'm working for uh, you know eight thousand coaches. Uh, I wanted to get some industry folks to tell me, okay, Craig, this is this is an okay idea. This is you know, and if not, this is what you should be doing. And we were fortunate enough to speak to some folks from different places. But the one that really resonated with with us was uh, we we talked to the folks at Netflix just to get some industry. Mm-hmm. Sort of information about is this the right thing to be doing? And uh, we talked to a producer there, and and she was kind enough to to spend sort of forty forty five minutes with with me. And she said, Craig, this idea isn't a good idea. This is a great idea. And and I said, really, you think this is a great idea? And she she said, let me tell you why. She said, first and foremost, no one has claimed the coaching, real estate, in content creation. Mm-hmm. And, and that just, that's such a, a fundamental statement. It was, it was hard to believe that no one had thought about this or mm-hmm. had done this. Um, and, and she said, and secondly, she said, um, coaching resonates with everyone, not just athletes. And that was something that was eye-opening for me. And when you think about the, the market of people out there even if you're not an athlete mm-hmm. you have been coached in some way shape or form and it starts at at with your parents mm-hmm. and it starts with teachers and it starts with your first gym class and that was a, a a part of the the uh calculus that I hadn't thought about was that man if you think about it probably 75 85% of the people out there have been coached so coaching stories resonate with not just this isn't just going to be a a a content company that produces content just for coaches just for athletes or just for sports fans. this we are going to be creating content for from everyone and um and to your point um about sort of the comparisons to hello sunshine and to uh to lebron james company spring hill it 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 That's when sort of Jay, your your and my sort of ambitions we, we were like, Well let's make this as big as we possibly can and um and 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 the way we see this now is that we're gonna try and partner with as many coaches associations as we can because we wanna get stories from women's golf coaches and men's lacrosse coaches and rowing coaches and football coaches and so um I couldn't be more excited about this for for the idea and just having you know how it is when you have a good idea and you get validated that that's one thing but but we are going to be able to help a lot of people we're going to be able to help our coaches and we're going to be able to help folks with the content who who are who are consumers of our content
0: yeah and I mean and one of the ideas that you came up with that you were passionate about for obvious reasons was. Um, you know, the journey of the black coach in a way for a TV series, a way to look at American societal issues through the lens of a basketball coach, right? Uh, At all levels. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: for a second.
1: Yeah. Well, I had always, when I first got into coaching, there were, there were sort of your uh, uh, black coaches that people knew of coach John Thompson. Mm -hmm. There was, um, you know, um, um, you know, there I'm just in the 80s, uh, like there, there. There weren't many. There there weren't many, but um, um the, yeah, our Cheney, coach, you know, yeah, John Cheney. Uh, that right. that, yeah, John Cheney was really who I was. I was thinking of Nolan Richardson. Yep. Um, and and uh, so there there weren't many guys, and 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 whenever I had an opportunity to meet them, that's all you could do was meet them because they were still working and coaching. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I've always, I, I've always thought that it would have been nice to have sort of a black mentor when I first got into coaching, not that the mentors I had, the, the, the majority, the white mentors and, and non-black mentors weren't fine, but it would have been nice to have some mentors. But I, I, had, I, I had, I had very little exposure to historically black colleges and historically black college coaches. And I, I thought, wouldn't it be nice to, to have uh, a, a, a programming on uh, the untold and ins- untold inspirational stories of HBCU coaches. And, and it was your idea to sort of bring in a guy like Chuck D and use him as kind of, use him and his music as a part of the storytelling. And, you know, we could, we could spend time talking about how they got to an HBCU. What were some of the, the hurdles? What were some of the things that they learned that helped them become a successful coach? Um, you know, you could talk about ideas like perseverance and grit and determination. And, and then the, you you can show the impact on these young black men who attend these schools and, it just seemed like something that would especially with what's going on in society now that would be something that would resonate not only with uh marginalized uh, underrepresented minority groups but with the majority population as well as, as well so that was one we were really excited about and and as you know Chuck D is the kind of guy who he read, his music resonates with a whole lot of folks black and white mm-hmm. and um, and and so we're, I'm really uh, of of all of the ones that we uh, all of the different ideas for original programming. This is one of my favorites, but you know we've we've got uh, the coaches plus folks have come up with a bunch of really cool ideas that I think are going to be appealing to to everyone.
0: You know, I think uh, one of the things that I loved about this journey is I, I'm all I, I speak quite a bit, and with my you know at Teamworks prior to Coaches Plus, I was like I was saying, working with really niche companies to try to say, Hey, look, you know, this is a huge, (laughs) own your niche, you know, and and you could do pretty well for yourself. And, and one of the things that even I underestimated and, and you and I both have some pretty big ambitions was just when you looked at the coaching vertical and and, and you said it so eloquently with with the Netflix feedback that no one had, had laid a claim to that category. Um, it was it was a huge learning experience for me. And I thought you and I were a pretty good team because I'm a type of guy who's impulsive and like, well, I like the idea, so therefore it must be a good idea. And you're of the <laughs> you know what, Jay? Hey, let's go talk to some people and see if they you know let's talk to people with money who make the decisions and see if they think it's a good idea. And so it was a it was a really good combo, but I I think I, I wanna pull back for a second and then uh, ask about what you've learned in this process because you know, here's what I learned. One of the things I wasn't really thinking about um, totally, like people understand TV series, right? It's easy to get your head around. Right. There's five revenue streams in this business, right? We've got a content studio. So if you think about advertisers who want to do stuff with basketball and have coaches be represented, or if we want to create content for individual members and their coaches, right? It's, it's that open for business there. There's education. We have investors who believe that you know, either it's professional development and life lessons of, of basketball coaching into the boardroom or online education, that whole education section. Uh, and then there's, mm-hmm. you know, events uh, and live experiences, whether it's future games that we would create or um, things with Coaches versus Cancer and Kay Yao and, and other amazing things that we can do to get behind that are already, or, or amplify what's already being, good works that are being done. And then the fifth one, I think, which was Crazy Town, right? We had Dan Reed from the president of Facebook sports on a call, giving us some just insights and feedback on that journey. And he was talking about virtual coaching and avatars and the metaverse. And it's just like your mind starts, you know, NFTs and your mind just starts exploding with all the pop, like how big a niche can actually be. So I learned a lot about just kind of uh, that from that perspective, as a guy who has been on the inside and knows the subject matter, but not the media company side of it. I'm curious, what were some of the learns you had in the process as we built this company together?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, as as we were sort of in development of this, what I, what I, the, the biggest thing you learn is somebody who's just, you know, I consider myself a consumer of content, not a creator of content, even though I'm in a family and, and who creates content and I have, I have created content. I never really considered myself a content creator. And just to your point, I was one of those folks who the only thing I saw was original programming because that's what I watch. I watch that kind of stuff. Um, a, a, as you pointed out, one of the things that that really made me, really what drew me to this uh, idea of Coaches Plus was the ability to help our coaches become content creators, right, mm-hmm. And and be able to help train them on how to be their own brands and how to do their – do their own content creation, that this this was a benefit that our members at the NABC could, could readily use and find valuable. So that was sort of eye-opening for me. Um, and then with your help, Jay, and the help of the folks with, from TeamWorks and now Coaches Plus, being able to see past sort of the um, – original programming to the experiential stuff, mm-hmm. the metaverse stuff, the emerging categories, things that only young people are paying attention to right now. Um, that has got me really excited because as, as we are seeing now with our coaches, we're having a lot of turnover and, and a lot of our our, our big name coaches, are moving on and retiring. And we're, we've got a young crop, a crop of young coaches coming up who, who know this world, they know this environment and are, are ready to sort of take a hold of coaches plus and, and take it to the next level. So I, I would think those are a couple of things that, that I've learned. And then secondly, uh, just th- thanks to, to, to you and your team uh, and 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 you you mentioned uh, Dan Chanoff, uh, mm-hmm. who is sort of the secret weapon of coaches plus <laughs> because he he's the he's the whisperer to everyone. Um, just the um, the, I, I think I'm a, a a thinker and a big picture person. Just being able to sort of lay myself back in a in a kind of matrix way to let you guys. Uh, the creative folks come up with with these new ideas uh, and and the possibilities that are out there. I think we're just scratching the surface. I think that that we are poised to uh, with, with the 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 coaches that are that 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 we have sort of uh, um, relationships with. We are poised to come up with some really cool and inspirational uh, ideas that, that, that we may not have even thought of yet. So, uh, all of that has given me sort of an excitement to, uh, about coaches plus and about, about sort of the, 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 uh, future of content creation from a coaches plus standpoint.
0: Yeah. I, I, I want to go back to that point. Um, but first I think one of the other things that we didn't go, we mentioned it, but we didn't go into, and it deserves going into, and, uh, your relationship with Daniel Donahue at the uh, Women's Basketball Coaches Association, which is known as the WBCA, uh, it was critical from an inclusive standpoint to launch this thing with both yep. the organizations. And Danielle and her team and their board have been a phenomenal partner. And, you know, with us, you know, once we kind of developed it, uh, you know, you were – instrumental in making that partnership happen. And, you know, when we talk about 8,000 coaches, while we have these two separate organizations, it's been fun to kind of work as under the umbrella of coaches plus. And so it's just, you know, I I would like to talk
1: about the BCA for a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as soon as I got this job, Danielle Donahue, who's the executive director of the Women's Basketball Coaches Association, she was, uh, after I called Nate Pomade. And I called uh, a couple of coaches. Danielle Donahue was the next person I called. so she 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 got a call from me my second day on the job. Hmm. And I, I I called her for two reasons. one, to introduce myself and uh, and two to sort of just glean from her some experiences from sort of doing the same job. And she was thrilled that I called and uh, and and I told her right from day one, I think, it would be better for for both of our organizations if we worked together on a lot of things and she in her own inimitable way was uh, gracious and gracious with her time and her experience and agreed with me wholeheartedly that we should work together and uh, and and I think it it caught her off guard because um, the, the NABC and the WBCA don't typically work together. And I was like, well, hold up. There's no reason for that. And, and, and just to, to, for full transparency, I, I, I have a daughter who is, who played college basketball and is, and, and was coached by some really good coaches. And there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't do most of our stuff together. So We had over the over the my first year developed a great relationship, and when when we were coming up with the idea of Coaches Plus, um, actually before we even got to the idea of Coaches Plus, I was already peppering Danielle with the fact that we need to find a way to be able to fund ourselves from a fiscal standpoint, Mm -hmm. and she couldn't have agreed any more. And uh, and 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 we both were working on ideas, and then once we came up with the coaches plus idea, I mentioned it to Danielle, and I, and I said I don't want to go at this without you being on board with it, and and she was very grateful that 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 we were so inclusive, but I I was like, well, let's go, let's get started, and then then entry got got a chance to introduce her to you and you to her and uh and as you you just mentioned they've been a treat to work with. Yeah. They are a great partner. Um they're going to have some uh great stories. Mm-hmm. Um and we have you know and and the stories that we're talking about we they they can go e- any gender. It can go either way. And then there're going to be stories that'll make sense for men's coaches and men's mm-hmm. for men and some that are are, are more suited for women. We we just we want to we want to be as inclusive as we can uh, in our storytelling.
0: Yeah, I think uh, two things that that come out from that. One, one, the first one is having run Teamworks Media for twenty two years, and I share this with you guys all the time. It's like you're going into ESPN or CBS or Fox and all the folks that the like the usual suspects, and you're you're constantly pitching. Trying to get them right, and and it all it's all about like okay, but what do you have asset wise, right? What's your story? Right. What rights do you have? And so, you know, while this is an opt in for the eight thousand coaches, right? It's not mandatory that they do it. Like the the overwhelming um, feedback that we've gotten of it was just what you said when you talked about that Netflix producer, which has been enlightening to me. And I, I maybe mm-hmm. underestimated that, which was to sit down and say, hey, we have access to eight thousand coaches. What do you want, right? Like and, and right. It's amazing. I think the other learn is we'd go into a meeting with Media Company X thinking, oh, they're going to be interested in this. And we'd come out and they'd be interested in something completely different. Right. So it's been – and I think you know Dan Reed, I remember him at Facebook when he said, guys, look, here's – I'll take this call because it's one call equals 8,000 content creators. And I thought you said that and it really resonated with me. Not thinking about the coaches, um, just as you know, people who can raise their hand and be involved in stories. But it, you talked about them; they're their own little mini media companies, and I think that's a mm-hmm. a, a, a key learn, um, regardless of the topic. It doesn't have to be about sports or coaching. That if you can aggregate a lot of thought leaders under one umbrella, like people want to talk to you, <laughs> it doesn't even right. I mean, That's it's 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 almost like even a convenience factor is kind of been right. a little part of it. But I, I, I do want to. You mentioned this. Um, can I share with them your favorite Netflix show? You always oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. All right. So Drive to Survive. Craig loves Drive to Survive, the F1 series on Netflix, which was in the early stages. We kept referencing it. And it's had so, – I, I send him emails all the time because it's had such a profound impact on the business of F1 in the United States by right. creating interest in the in the characters, right? Um, these cocky – you know, crazy drivers on a week. Like, what do they really like? And so, you know, as as you think about um, coaches plus and the type of content, what do you hope it does for the coaching industry in general? What's your vision for that?
1: Yeah, I, that that's a that is a, a great segue. And just to put a little context around it, I was a huge F one fan before before okay. Drive to Survive. Like, I, so from the time I was a a player in, in when I was playing in Europe. 40 years ago um, I had become an F1 fan and what it was amazing to me was that no one in America was an F1 fan people didn't even know what it was there were race fans who were either NASCAR or IndyCar or you know motocross or whatever but there weren't any real F1 fans and part of the reason why people didn't know about it's because it wasn't on television Mm -hmm. and then once they started doing drive to survive that up the, that up the game for the entire industry. And so what I saw was how storytelling um, enabled the um, whole industry to rise up on the backs of the personalities Mm -hmm. of the drivers. And that's how I saw coaches plus, because as I mentioned early on in this interview, most of the stories you heard about coaches um, are, are negative. Unless it's a, it's a feel-good story, like you hear about Jay Wright who's retiring, that's when you hear the feel-good story, when the guy's retiring or Coach is retiring, you hear the feel-good story. Everything else is relatively negative. So what, how I see the, the correlation with Drive to Survive and what Coaches Plus is doing, we, we could do that for the coaching industry. Right? We yep. can tell these great stories. We can uplift different types of guys. You know, There are some really good Division Three coaches or junior college coaches or high school coaches or even AAU grassroots coaches who are doing some wonderful things. And what Coaches Plus will allow us to do is not only tell the Jay Wright story, but you can tell the... Stacey um, Holloway story. The Stacey. Stacey Holloway story. That's exactly right. right? That's exactly I mean, right. I, I,
0: is that, that's, you know... Everyone out there, here's Ted Lasso, which has been probably the biggest gift we could have ever had because every, every media company is looking for the next Ted Lasso, which is fictionalized, and we're sitting there being like, we've got right. thousands of Ted Lasso's, right? And, and, right. So real quick, Stacey Holloway, uh, I met at uh, – he is at an NAAI school in Louisiana and uh, University of Louisiana uh, University of Louisiana down in, in New Orleans. <laughs> And um, yeah, Loyola is a, Loyola, one of the sorry, Loyola sorry, so, schools. Yeah, yeah. Loyola, yeah, Loyola. Sorry, Loyola University in, in, uh, in New Orleans, NAIA. And the they got hit by the, the most recent hurricane. And it leveled their gym. I mean, he showed me a picture. It was a bunch of matchsticks um, right during the season. And so this team, you know, early on in the year gets decimated their, their facility. They end up Mark Cuban calls says, come practice here in Dallas. So they I mean, they're just vagabonds. They go on to not only win their conference without a gym, they win the national championship, and it's just this mm-hmm. like triumph out of tragedy story that it's Hollywood esque, and you're like, I never, I'm in basketball and I never heard this story, and I know you guys honored him at the NABC convention, but I mean, those are the things you see, and it's like you point to him like that, it's the Stacy story. Those are the ones that are there's so many of them out there that get us so excited. So yeah, I yeah.
1: Of them. Yeah, there, there are, there are. The woods are full of these kinds of stories that people don't get to hear because they're they just they just don't get uplifted to the level that people are are hearing about it. And that's what Coaches Plus aims to do. And uh, and 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 if and it, we're finding there's a real market for this these kinds of stories. So, man, I can't tell you how excited I am to be to be working with you and working with coaches and and and, and starting Coaches Plus and. You know, um, it's it, it just I, 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 as we talk. Your your audience doesn't get to, to to hear this, but you and I talk about every day. We're we're loving waking up in the morning and yeah. talking about where we're going today. So That's key, um, man, I, right? it's just fascinating. It is just fascinating. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I I I want people to know. You know, I, you you talk about how you're the go getter and like okay, it must be a good idea because it's my idea this is why we work well together because I, I I think that you're the type of, if I'm coaching, you're the type of player that is the glue guy for my team. Like if I need somebody to show the team how hard to work, you would be that guy, how to do the drill the right way. You'd be that guy. Who's the first one in the gym. You'd be that guy. Yeah. And um, it, it, it is, it is why we are... This This is such a great partnership and why why I'm so excited to be a part of this and the NABC is so si- excited to be a part
0: of this. Yeah, it's nice of you to say. And, and you're also saying that I, uh, you chose your words carefully there because you've seen my
1: jump shot, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you were at Northwestern when we were coaching, you definitely would have been on the walk-on team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. You
1: definitely know. would have been on that walk-on team. And, and that was... That, that, that team... That walk on team, that means you would have been playing with me and Mitch Henderson. We were, there was another assistant there. It was the two of us and three walk ons playing against the varsity when we first got there.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Uh you know, it's uh, Chris Collins may not like to hear this, but every time we during the basketball season, you, Nate, Dan, and I get on, we're breaking down the Northwestern yes. games. And you know, unfortunately, didn't have the, the the best season this year. But it's so funny for the Northwestern alums, and there's many of them to listen to this. It's going to be like, if they could listen to you know, Craig gets to see me show up like the day after a basketball game, like, and you'd think that I've been punched in the stomach.
1: <laughs> so you we, grounded, we have to man. Spend, we have to spend the first 15 minutes of our call. <laughs> Bringing you back down yeah. to earth. <laughs> but before we
0: jump, though, I do think it's important. You know, I, it's part of the part I love about business. I just continue to learn and stay curious. And I think um, it was interesting. Probably the most valuable business lesson that I had through this entire process was just about it's, it's so basic, but we forget it. It's about human relationships. Craig and I run a call uh, along with Nate and Dan with a very prominent investor. And uh, Craig, for for reasons he can share, is, is always 10 minutes early. Like there's Tom Coughlin, and he holds nothing to Craig Robinson. So you get on five minutes early, Craig's like, where you been on this on the Zoom? And we're just chatting away, and this investor comes on, and we barely noticed he popped on. And at the end of the presentation, which he agreed to invest in the company – you know, we said, any other feedback? And he said, yeah. He said, I I learned everything I needed to know. He said, coming into this, when you hear multiple organizations coming together on a partnership, you raise an eyebrow because the odds of it succeeding tend to be lower than just starting something up with one company. And he said, but I learned more in the five minutes where I was just listening to you guys talk and I could tell about your relationship, (laughs) right? And I, I thought that was a really key insight, right? Like he was able yeah. to see the, that relationship. And so, you know, some of the stuff comes back to the basics about human relationships and, and liking the people you work with and being, you know, passionate about the subject matter, which fortunately for us has all worked out. So
1: yeah, it's a, that's a, that's a great, that, that puts a bow on it right there. Cause that is exactly right. That is exactly right. If you, if you like lo- if you love what you're doing, you don't work a day in your life.
0: Yeah, that's right, ma'am. Well, Craig, I appreciate you taking some time to hop on and, and talk about the journey and uh, look forward to getting this story out there.
1: All right, my man. I, I, I want to be on this again when we can talk hoops.
0: All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Thanks, Craig. All